I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Aligned Achiever podcast with me, Siobhan Barnes. Today, we're diving into a step-by-step guide to planning your 2023 for more meaning and less burnout. Today's going to be a bit of a juicy one. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you grab a notebook and a pen. And if you're listening to this while you're driving or on the go, keep listening. And this might be one that you want to come back to, to get all the juicy nuggets of information, because this is quite a practical podcast episode. And I wanted to give this to you because this will be the last episode for 2022. And I wanted to make sure that you had something to work with as you go into the holiday period. So today we're diving into a step-by-step guide for planning in 2023. And this was really inspired by a conversation I had with my son the other day. He's started secondary school and we've been mapping this transition. He's got a laptop, he's got Google, Google Calendar and all these good things. And it was a great opportunity to kind of revisit, goodness, what's the best way to manage his time? What works for him? How can he begin to plan his day, his week, his month and stay on top of everything? Now, he's amazing. He's really on top of everything. But it got me thinking about how all of us have a process, right? We all have a way to keep tabs on all the things that we've got to get done. And it got me thinking about, well, how do we begin to map our goals and stay on track on the things that really matter? So in this episode, obviously, we're talking a bit different. I'm not talking about you doing your homework. You can manage that. But, you know, when we zoom out to 2023 and looking at annual goal setting, it can seem quite big a little bit difficult to perhaps break down into tangible projects and goals. And so in this episode, I'm going to really guide you through A to Z, how to work this out and to more importantly, make sure that you have a system and a structure in place so that you are looking after yourself, doing the things that matter and ensuring that you're not burning out because you've already thought about what you need to take care of yourself and to be able to show up. So today, what we're going to talk about is number one, why we want to plan. Number two, what's different about the approach that I'm going to walk you through. This is the aligned achievement method and approach. We're going to talk about how do you go from big picture to little steps. And then we're going to finally talk about how do you practically map out your 2023. You ready? Let's do this. So the first thing, why are we going to plan? Well, I think if you're here, I don't really need to convince you on this, but here we go just to get the brain in gear and to support you in why this matters. So you might be familiar with this, but Harvard Business School 
ran a study that suggested that setting goals and writing things down makes a really important difference to achieving things, right? And we're all about aligned achievement over here. They studied their MBA students and they found that only 3% of graduates from their MBA program had their goals written down. And the metric that they share is that what happened was these particular students ended up earning 10 times as much as the other 97% of students put together just 10 years after graduation. Now, obviously, money is not the only metric of success in this model. We're assuming that they're more, quote unquote, successful because they're earning more. I don't necessarily prescribe to that. However, if you are following through on your goals and you can see a monetary reward, it does share this philosophy that if you want the best possible results, you need to define your goals and you need to write them down and you need to get clear on your metrics of success. And for me, obviously, yes, we want to earn good money. We want to be able to support our families and to live a certain lifestyle. However, we also want to do it in a way that doesn't sacrifice our well-being, which is why we're going to be talking about more meaning and less burnout specifically as I go through this episode. Writing down what it actually does is it helps with encoding longer term memory and storage, whereby you're actually going to encode this into your mind and do more of the actions that are required to follow through on those goals. So the first thing we need to do with goal setting is we need to write down what are our goals and from there map out a plan. What's different about what I'm going to talk to you about today is that there are other components that traditional goal setting misses. It misses the component around, well, why do these goals matter? What is the feeling that comes through the achievement of that goal, right? So many of us think that if we hit a certain goal, it'll make us feel like we've achieved something. I remember in my corporate career, I worked on two real estate transactions with my boss and I literally remember it was like these two big deals. We put in such long hours. It was really complex. It was really hard. And on that day that the deals were signed, that we'd just done the two of them, my boss said to me, oh, take a break, take the afternoon off shift. It's all good. You've been working really hard and let's just take a break. And I remember going for a foot massage as you do in Hong Kong. And after that going, yeah, but there are other projects. I'm just going to go back to the office tomorrow and get cracking. I couldn't let that win in because I was constantly chasing the next thing. And yes, it was great to achieve the goal, but it was more about the process itself that I really enjoyed. And also, you know, I didn't identify with what really, really mattered and the felt sense of achievement. So we've got to get clear on, well, you're chasing these goals. How does that make you feel? We actually want to start with making sure that you feel that way in your day to day, because then you're going to be able to bring that energy into your current reality. And through that energy, you're going to be able to create the success that you want. So old theory is do the action, then you'll feel a certain way. In this approach, it's let's get clear on what our goals are, why they matter, and how that's going to make us feel. And how can we begin to cultivate those feelings now and use them as fuel in our day-to-day so that we can continue and keep on the journey to create those goals and actually feel really good in the process. So that's a key component that we're looking at here. And it's also about making sure that the actual outcomes of what we're working towards and the things that we need to do to get them done making them visible, making them really easy so that we're actually doing the things that we need to do. And beyond that, really embodying the identity of the person who can have the thing. And this all comes down to beliefs, right? I spoke last week about my top five lessons from 2023. And I spoke about how many of us don't upgrade our operating system, how we're running on antiquated 
old beliefs that don't serve us. And so part of the process with planning your 2023 for more meaning and less burnout is really embodying the energy of the individual who can create success in their life, whatever success means to you, and fundamentally holding that belief that you can have meaning and you don't have to burn yourself out for it. And I'll take that a step further because the other piece that comes in it is you can make money doing what you love. That can often be a challenge. So that's what's different about this approach that I'm talking about. And that's how I love to work with my clients. We bring in the embodiment. We really feel the energy of what it is that you want to create. We look at the strategy tangibly. What do you need to do and how can you cultivate those feelings in your day to day so that you can get clarity, impact and purpose through the projects, the goals, the tasks that you're setting for yourself. So thinking about 2023, what I love to do is I actually love to streamline this process by keeping it really simple. This is one of the lessons learned that I shared from last week's podcast, which is all about how simplicity is better, less is better, and how I get further when I don't try and do so much. I don't get hindered by all the million to-dos. Same thing applies to 2023 goal planning. So for me, I love to think about one major professional goal and one major personal goal. That's it. One major professional goal and one major personal goal. For me, in that, time with the family is a given priority. I know that that's something that's important to me and I'll weave that into my day-to-day, but this process is really about me. (laughs) And so a little bit selfish here in what do I want? And this is a process where I start. I get clear on that professional goal, that personal goal. And from there I realize, okay, well, what are the things that are going to support me to hit that goal? And I also, obviously, as I said before, I connect into the vision of that. I feel into the deep why behind it. I feel into, oh, how's that going to make me feel if I achieve that goal? Oh, that's going to feel amazing. I'm going to feel grounded, centered, whatever the words are. And then I think about, well, what can I do to cultivate that energy? So for me, an example is strength that always comes through, not in a bulldozing kind of way, but being strong is one of those core desired feelings to quote Danielle Laporte. It's one of those words that I associate with what it is that I really want in life. Quote unquote, success has a feeling of strength in it. And so when I looked at, well, what are the projects or what are the things that I can do that are going to help me with that? It was strength training, quite literally. In this podcast, I'm not going to outline how do you get clear on your professional goal? How do you get clear on your personal goal? That's something that you can think about over the holidays. But one thing I want to support you with is really the frame so that you can think about this more clearly. And I want to give a shout out to Todd Herman. I completed his 90 day year program many, many years ago, and he helped me unpack and get clear on where I was tripping up when it came to goal setting for myself. He was very clear in terms of defining the difference between a goal, a project, and a task. A goal is a idea of what it is you want to achieve, and it has a tangible measurement attached to it. So an example of a goal could be, I want to land my dream job in 2023, earning 150,000 US dollars a year and being a vice president or whatever it might be, right? Like I'm just saying whatever's coming to mind. That's an example of a goal because I'm defining what it is I want, dream job. Okay, there's still some more defining to do there. But there's a tangible measurement. I want to earn this much. I want to be this certain title. And so with a goal, it's something that is clearly defined and you have a number attached to it, but it's beyond your control. 
ultimately, at the end of the day, you can't actually control that. And so what you do, though, with that information is you reverse engineer the projects that you need to create in order to be able to hit that goal or to increase your chances of getting to that goal. So let's go back to that example of landing your dream job in 2023, earning a certain salary, getting to a particular title. A couple of projects that you might have for that are, number one, a research project. What companies are ideal? What roles are you suited to based on your skill set? And weaving back into the why, like why does this matter? You want to focus your efforts and your applications on the right companies and people because you want this job for whatever reason it is. So there's a very clear intention and a very clear why woven into that. Another project example could be networking. Maybe as part of landing that job, you realize, oh, I better network some more. So getting out there to connect with people is your project. So you might set some parameters around how you do that with a very clear intention that focusing on meeting more people and building relationships, that's really about you seeing if there are introductions that can be made in your network. Those are very clear projects. And then you reverse engineer, well, what are the tasks that need to be done? Let's say for research, you're figuring out what roles you're suited to and which companies to apply for. So maybe you need to do a strengths audit first to get clear on what your strengths are so that you're clear on what roles you're going for. Or maybe you need to update your LinkedIn profile so that you can leverage the platform to see where your skills can suit to other opportunities. In the networking project example, maybe you need to reach out to warm connections on LinkedIn and start to build your relationship. Reach back out and say, hey, I'm looking for this job. Can you help me? Or you might be looking at seeking introductions within your network to those in your chosen field. So you ask for those, they become a project. Now, naturally what happens here as you map your plan and you know, you've got the overview of your goals, to your projects, to your task, this is when the mindset stuff can come up. Thoughts like, I'll never get a job. It's so competitive. Oh, this is so hard. I'm too old, I'm too young, whatever it is that you might be saying to yourself. And this is perfectly normal. Part of what makes you an aligned achiever is being able to walk towards your goals, what it is that you really want to achieve, and to meet the thoughts, to meet the challenges that bubble up. Nothing has gone wrong. If they come up, you are human, you are normal, we all have them, and there are ways that you can work on that. So as I mentioned on the podcast last week, if you need support with rewiring your thinking and you realize, oh my gosh, there's a core thought that I have that's stopping me from putting myself out there, I'm offering for a very limited time RTT sessions. They're called Rapid Transformational Therapy, which is a subconscious repatterning hypnosis type of work. And I'm running this for a very limited time. So if you want to hear more about it, just come on over to the show notes at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash 47. That's the number 47. And you can read more about it. Okay, practically, how do you begin to map out your one-year goal for professional and personal into your projects into your tasks and do that in 2023. I'm going to walk you through eight steps here. Number one, get clear on what matters most to you in the next year. What season are you in? Are you in a season of integration, i.e. more work-life balance? Are you looking to grow and step into that leadership potential and really be the leader in your own unique way? Or is this a season of reinvention? Maybe you need to change things up or maybe you're being forced to change things up. What would you love to achieve and experience in your personal life? 
What would you love to achieve and experience in your professional life? And why do these matter? What's the deeper meaning and purpose behind these goals? These all fall under step one. So if you haven't got a deeper connection to this, just know that this can take a little bit of time. And don't be afraid of spending a little bit of time here because you really want to set the right goals that matter to you. Step number two, once you've done that, is I want you to grab a calendar. It can be paper or digital. I personally love to order a annual whiteboard eraser style planner from newyear.net, spelled N-E-U-Y-E-A-R.net, because they're erasable and you can move things around as these things always happen. And what I like to do is I like to mark out public holidays. For me, I mark out my kids' holidays. And to be honest, it used to frustrate me. I'm like, ah, you know, how am I going to look after them over the holidays? But for me, it's a forced opportunity to rest, to realize that I've got to switch gears and it gives me that inbuilt time with my kids. As I said before, I know that I'm going to prioritize it. So when I do my goal setting, I do it from a personal perspective. But this part of the piece here for practically planning it, if you get a calendar out, mark out those dates, then you know you've got that covered and you can reverse engineer your projects in and around this. So it's like placing rocks in a jar. You want to put in the most important things, right? You want to put in the big, heavy rocks, all the small pebbles like emails or like coffee catch-ups that can go in and around the rocks. You want your rocks to be really solid. So for me, my rocks are family vacations and holidays, their school holidays, They can be things like quarterly planning days, monthly self-care days. So if you're taking your calendar now before you get into 2023 and you're marking out those days, then that time is reserved. You're going to think twice before someone says, hey, are you free for a barbecue or are you free for a strategy planning session that day? You know, you can assess if you're available and you can apply for your annual leave in advance if you need. So looking at it from that bigger perspective, you've marked your calendar with the important stuff. So that's the bigger picture. That's the annual, quarterly, monthly. Then we shift to step four, which is all about your weekly and your daily non-negotiables. The things that bring you a sense of joy and meaning. So zooming even further in, do you need a morning routine? Do you want to work out a certain number of times a week? Do you need date nights? Do you need a weekend of family time? Get clear on what those are and block them into your diary. So for me, I've got like a 15-minute placeholder for the end of my day. I've got time in my diary for journaling so clients can't book in at that time. So get really clear on what your ideal week looks like. And this is when I really go digital. So I put that in there and that's done. And then I look at my professional and personal goals. So I've got my big goals, right? And I break them down into the projects. What are all the things that I need to do? And personally for me, I use Asana for my project management, but you don't have to use the software. You can just use your Google calendar. So just looking at, okay, what are your big goals? What's your one big professional goal? What's your one big personal goal? Then what are all the projects that come into that? And how can you order them? What comes first? What comes second? What goes into which quarter? And assess how you want to break down that quarter later. I mean, if you really want to go all in, you can break that down now. But really, we're just doing a little bit of a placeholder here so that you've got the bigger picture. And so what that means is that you might have an idea, right? Like this is so common, particularly for high achieving types. For example, I had a specific business goal and I was like, oh, I should write a book. I want to you know, relaunch the podcast. I want to relaunch the website. I want to launch this group program. I want to create this small offering. And I had loads of ideas. And obviously a lot of those plans went out the window in 2022. However, I was able to prioritize, okay, what's the core project? And I could shift them into different quarters. 
So rather than feeling the weight of all of those projects and beating myself up for not making progress on all of them, I realized, no, I'm not dealing with that project. I put it in Q4, not even going to look at it. It's not a priority now. And there's something energetically that happens there because you can take that weight off you. You realize you don't have to deal with it right now. So those are the eight steps for how to practically plan out your 2023. And as I said, you might wanna listen to this recording again to catch all of the different steps that you might need to begin to map your 2023. And as you're doing this, if you notice any mindset stuff coming up, just know that that's perfectly normal. It happens. And if you want support on that and really get your head on straight before the end of the year, please don't hesitate. I've only got a number of spots available. I'll be personally off on holiday as of the 20th of December. And so if you want some support around what's blocking you or stopping you from really living out your 2023 for more meaning and less burnout, then book in for one of those RTT sessions and you can check out the information over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash 47. That's the number four, seven. But in this process, hopefully you'll have seen that when we work in this way, then we're really clear on how we're not just thinking about more meaning and less burnout, we're being very intentional with how we're scheduling our time, which as I mentioned in last week's episode where I talked about my lessons learned, this is something that I really have cultivated and really looked at in 2022 so that as an aligned achiever, we're really using our time intentionally towards the goals that matter and prioritizing time in our day for what needs to be done to manage our energy so that we can show up fully and enjoy the journey along the way. There you have it. We have covered today a step-by-step guide to planning your 2023 for more meaning and less burnout. We've covered why you need a plan, what's different about this approach, We've spoken about how to break down from the big picture into little steps and how to practically map out your 2023. Before you go, I would love for you to share with me either via Instagram or LinkedIn what your biggest insight or aha was from today's episode. What slight tweak can you take from today to make your 2023 that much more meaningful and that much more supportive of you and your energy so that you don't burn out. I've shared a lot today. You don't have to take all of the pieces, but if there was just one thing that you could take away from today, what would that be? And I would love to hear from you in the DMs over Instagram or on LinkedIn to know what personally resonated for you. As I said, this is the final episode for 2022. And before you go away for the holidays and celebrate, hopefully with your loved ones, if you celebrate Christmas and if you celebrate New Year's, I hope you have a really restorative and rejuvenating festive season. I know that 2022 was not necessarily the easiest year. And no matter where you are in the world, from my heart to yours, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for showing up. If you're here, you're someone who has a heart who has a desire to create meaningful impact in the world and to live out your unique purpose. And I don't take you tuning in lightly. I know you're busy. I know you've got limited time. And I'm grateful that you're taking the time to listen to this episode and more importantly, to think about different ways of operating so that you can enjoy your journey and really become someone who creates aligned achievement and not just achievement for achievement's sake. So thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, please remember, you are here for a reason. 
beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter.